welcome to MLB After Hours. Uh, we are doing an LCS preview podcast right before this Rays Astros series. And uh, we're also going to look back at the divisional series. We have four members today for the four teams. We have Taco Cat, a Rays going? fan. Um, we have Alex, a Dodgers fan. Hello. I will be I will be representing the Rays. I'm on the Rays bandwagon, but normally I am a Cubs fan. And then we have Hero, who is normally a Cardinals fan, and will be representing the Astros, even though I don't think he really likes the Astros. I'm rooting okay. for the Astros. Um, he's rooting for the Astros, uh, which I think most Yankees fans are too, which is kind of weird. Um, so let's first. Uh, talk about those divisional series and first talk about the one that just ended because it was an amazing game uh, the game five the Rays played their second uh, consecutive game five they lost last year to the Astros and this year they they won they started Glasno and then they um, shut down the Yankees offense with their their uh, Fairbanks Castillo and and Nick Anderson trio there, and uh, Mike Brasso had the big home run against Harold Chapman. Uh, we don't we don't have any Yankees fans on here. Uh, Me, I'm a Yankees probably fan because they'd be crying the whole time. I'm but we have fan. Hero. He's like kind of a Yankees fan. So um, I'm hearing a lot of Yankees fans. They're just they're they're frustrated with you know they signed Cole. And they're supposed to beat the Astros in the ALCS or whatever, and they're all mad and they, they want to fire Boone and stuff like what, what do you think as a more level-headed Yankees fan you're, you're welcome okay um, <laughs> I think it's it's reasonable to be upset I think in the last four years you would expect at least one World Series appearance you know they've kind of been the top of the American League for uh, for those these past four years and they always they just fall short I don't I don't know uh, I don't think Aaron Boone is the problem I just it, I don't know what it is with the players sometimes they just go cold at the at the wrong times so like um, I don't think Boone should get fired I don't think he even makes most of the decisions for the in-game management anymore I think it's mostly analytics and he's just the puppet for the analytics but uh, I don't know the Yankees have to figure something out I think signing Cole even though it didn't pay off this year I still think it was a good move for the Yankees and I I mean next year it's another chance because they're still a very good team for a few more years to come you know so I'm not gonna let us uh, gloss over the fact that I predicted the Rays would win this series and Hero predicted the Yankees would win and I was right and I mentioned Randy Rosarena is amazing and he did good so just like subtle brag there for a second but uh, then I want to talk about Arold this Chapman really quick because like I'm a Cubs fan I know he gave up a home run to Rajay Davis okay but I also know we won that game so I'm not too mad about it and I know he gave up the home run to Jose Altuve last year, and now Mike Brasso. So everyone thinks he just kind of like he just chokes, and he's not good in the big spot. Like, but do you put any blame on the manager, or do you like 
you know, give credit to the hitters? Or do you do you agree that Aroldis Chapman just deserved 100% of blame and we should all just take out our frustrations on him? Um, I don't know. I think 2016 Chapman, he was a bit overused by Joe Madden, I think. It was kind of. It made sense to that he wasn't exactly a hundred percent in that game, and uh, I don't know. I I don't. I think he's on clutch in a way, but I think his playoff stats are still actually really good, aren't they? Like, even though he gives up the ones that count, it's. I still. Um, it might have something to do with the managers, and also. I think in this game against the Rays, he was going for his second inning, and I don't know how many times he had pitched in the series before. So I don't know. Maybe he right. just, and he's like, just, like if he gets used thing, too much. Yeah. Uh, well, another thing that people forget is when Chapman gave up that home run to Rajay Davis in the eighth. He pitched to a scoreless ninth in the you know in 2016 and got us to the 10th and then we won and he got the win in the game and i don't think like people just kind of forget that that he he's still i mean i think he still pitches well in the playoffs like you said and i don't know i think he gets a bad rap sometimes um but also we should mention that mike brasso situation like i Hero, you always call Kevin Cash a clown just because of the that, that like the Mike Brasso the pitch earlier this year where he almost got hit, but like this is like the ultimate revenge, don't you think? Uh yeah, I mean it was it was like perfectly scripted. I'm not, I'm, that's, I don't mean actually scripted, I just mean it kinda of fell into place that way. Oh. But Are you saying <laughs> the MLB did rig it? No, nah, I'm just saying it was like almost like a storybook type thing, you know. So, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it was the. It was intentional still, but I think it's a. It's a good uh, storyline. So, I'll give the Rays that one. They they beat the Yankees over and over, and then they eliminated them. So I guess they win this this fight. All right. So now let's talk about the Astros Athletics. I always. I really thought the Athletics were going to win that series with the Astros offense is like doing really well right now and if they can keep it up they're they're gonna make another world series appearance in my opinion but also offense was so bad this year so i don't know if it's dodger stadium because the ball is flying out of there or like a, if they're just good in postseason return of the bang bang may, i maybe you could hear they, it with the they crowd, might have their... <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know um but anyway, I, I, I think one thing that's interesting is, do you think Astros fans were hoping that the Rays or Yankees won that series? Um, but like any of you, I, I don't know. Because I, I feel like they would want the Rays to win because the Yankees seem like a harder team to beat. Then again, I think the Rays are better. Um, I think the Rays are the better team, but I think Alex, the Yankees what, what would come in mad. Do you think that as an Astros fan, you would want the Yankees or Rays to win? Um, I guess you would probably would want to choose the Rays, kind of like this year. But like historically, you might want to face the Yankees because you know your chances against them. Like you know, historically they've beaten them three times the past like five years. I think an Astro, like an Astros fan, would probably want to face the Yankees, like just to beat them and like laugh at them because. 
uh, <laughs> Astros fans and Yankees fans don't get along anymore. So uh, I think it, just <laughs> for the, the bragging rights of it and just, you know, the arguments back up like, oh, we didn't need to cheat to beat you that many times or something like that. They don't want to they want to beat the, the Yankees. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And um, so we're going to have an Astros Rays ALCS first game is tonight it's Blake Snell versus Framber Valdez and uh, I think it's it's going to be interesting it's uh, one thing that's interesting is it's at San Diego not in LA which gives the Rays I think two advantages one being that they've already played in San Diego so they have they almost have home field advantage now and then the other being that the Astros I, I kind of feel like they got lucky with the ball flying in LA and it just doesn't I mean if it kind of it kind of did fly out of the park in San Diego but not as much so I think the Rays pitching is going to benefit from that um but let's let's go down the line and kind of give give your thoughts on what you think between the Rays and Astros Taco Cat I want to hear from you first who you, who you got in the series and why and and give me an MVP pick too well, I'm going to go, uh, I got Raisin 6, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the MVP to Blake Snell himself. I think he's going to pitch two really great games. Uh, he'll he'll probably throw, uh, I'll go seven and a third of one run ball tonight. And I'll say um, second game, he'll pitch, um, I'll, go six, I'll say six, six even of two run ball. And uh, I think if he'll hand that MVP right to him. Okay, very very interesting prediction. Uh, let's go to Alex. What do you think? Uh, it's kind of a hard choice because you know the Astros tend to show up in the playoffs, but this year they kind of had like the lack of good starting pitching and like their bullpen's pretty young. And you know for the Rays, they have good starting pitching, good bullpen. You know they have good offense, and you know they those guys tend to collect hits, RBIs, and uh. I think if it if if it all comes down to pitching, I think Tampa Bay will outlast him and maybe beat him in six. And I think the MVP would probably go to like Glass now because he he did he had a good game five and a good game two or like yeah like I don't what what which game did Glass now pitch in the NL, in the ALDS? Um, he pitched wait. Was it game yeah, two? If it's two and and five. Oh, two and five. Yeah, I think that's for the two games the Rays won. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. The Rays. Like, have, I, the Rays have won Tyler Glasnow's last eleven starts. Yeah, that's that's another factor. The offense do tends to show up when he pitches. So yeah, I I would give it to Glasnow if they do win it in six. Okay, hero. Um, what are you thinking? Alright, so I'm gonna say the Astros will win in seven. Now, I know the Rays are the better team, right? But so we're the A's, right? So we're the Twins. So I think the Astros are gonna win, and I have two, two possible MVPs. I think Framber Valdez could win it. He could have like two really good starts in the series, or. Or more maybe he could pitch in relief too and George Springer could pop be another MVP because 
playoff George Springer says it's a different different beast, you know. So Okay. He's also a future um, cardinal. He's not. <laughs> he's going to New I, York. I don't even know if he would want George Springer to be honest. He's a cheater. Anyway. Um I'm going to take the Rays in seven. I think that tonight, specifically, the Astros will win because I think Framber Valdez is really good and he's really underrated. I think next year he might even be in Cy Young contention. Um, they've started using him really well this year, partially as a, as a result of the injuries to the rotation and the loss of Garrett Cole. And I think it kind of forced the Astros to realize that he's he's really good. And that's something the Astros never really had in the past is a good left-handed starter. Like, the only one I can think of recently is Wade Miley, and he wasn't even that good. Like, it's always been Verlander, Cole, uh, McCullers. They had Keiko, um, but, but in that in-between part, they, they really never had a good left-handed starter. And I think they found him with Framber. Um and I think the, the Astros will win tonight, and they'll probably win for Amber's other start. But I think the Rays, like I said, they have that kind of home field advantage now. And I, I think that um, Glasnow starts are, are going to be good for the Rays, as well as, well, you know, whatever they do when they start Ryan Thompson or whatever to open, and then they put in Ryan Yarborough. I like Ryan Yarborough. He's he gets soft contact and I think he's pretty good and then I think a bold bold prediction I think Brandon Lau will finally wake up and start hitting well and I'm gonna give him the MVP no, uh, Randy I think oh that uh, no no Randy will do fine but but Brandon Lau he's due like he's he's got to do something so he's gonna hit like two or three homers and hit like 400 in the series. That's interesting. Okay. All right, so we're all taking the raise stuff for hero. Okay. So now let's talk about the NL because we got real fans over there. Um, first Taco Cat. So. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So here's the thing. So the Braves, they they haven't lost yet, but they've also played the Reds and Marlins. Are you worried at all that? The kind of, I mean, nothing against the Marlins, but it's been not great competition. Do you think the Braves are going to be like stunned when they, you know, play the Dodgers and they're so much better than the Reds and Marlins? I mean, it's not like we haven't played good teams. We played the Yankees, we played the Rays, and so both of those teams over on the AL East, and we played 500 ball versus them. So there's, there's no real. Okay, can you quit blowing into your straw? <laughs> um, but no, I think we can absolutely play up to an excellent team, and we've already proven that this year. Well, the Yankees so, and Rays, there are no Dodgers. You know, Dodgers are they're kind of stacked. Only well, we lost one series this year. Yeah, and they're about to who'd, lose a second. Who'd they lose the series to? The Rockies. Oh, oh, that was the game. It was because of Matt Kemp. He had a homer in like the nine. It was probably back when uh in like the final game. Game. 
No, the game. The final was like seven six. Alright. Um. The other thing, Taco Cat, is that everyone thinks the Braves pitching cannot survive in a seven game series. Oh. Um, are you worried about, about that? Actually, no. I think our we have guys in the bullpen that can go. Four and five innings, I think open can pick up after three or four innings of I think they can send those I gotta be honest out. I don't think relying on Bryce Wilson is a good move but no but it's well, what we've got <laughs> sometimes um, you you got you gotta throw a land to the slaughter <laughs> yeah so, the slaughter that Ellie's doing so I think uh the Braves are not gonna do too good in this series because they're pitching. Oh, Pura, I think your stream's not working. No, it's fine. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, like, network error. That's fine. Okay. Do you want, <laughs> you want me to just stop streaming and just record it? Cause... Never mind, you're good. Just keep going. Just keep going. Keep going. Okay, keep going. so the, the Braves, they've faced working. the worst offense in the entire playoffs, which is the Reds, right? And then you got the Marlins, who they're a good team and all, but they're still not anything like serious compared to other playoff teams. So I think the Braves obviously had the easiest like path to the championship series, and now there's a roadblock to the World Series with the Dodgers. So I think I think the Dodgers are gonna win this one just because it's a seven-game series with no off days, right? And the Braves, I don't think their pitching is deep enough compared to the Dodgers, and I also don't think they faced any real, any real like, be, like good offenses so far. And I'm sure their pitching has been great in the playoffs for f five games, but it's the seven-game series against the best team in the league. So that's my take. Another factor is the park, like. In the, uh, I guess in the NLDS against the Braves, they were playing in Minute Park, which mm -hmm. those bars, those balls tend to to fly out, compared to Globe Life Field, where there's been many deep flyouts from the Dodger hitters. You know, luckily we managed to get one home run from Bellinger, but you know, the Braves, if they if they can beat us, they would have to adjust to small ball. That way, they would have to like deplete our bullpen because there would be a lot more pitching changes. Because I don't think you would keep one guy out there giving up like five runs or something. So yeah, that's a good point. So like, the Dodgers and Braves kind of play. They're similar in how they play, but you're right. The Dodgers have the capability to play small ball and just kind of like get singles and and back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back hits and stuff, right? But the Braves kind of rely on the home run ball. But I'm kind of curious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. i got to stop you there. The Braves <laughs> do rely on the home run ball. What do you mean? They have I mean, one they, guy that's like... Mar they use the home run Mar ball. Marcelo Zuna, Adam Duvall, like, all they do is hit home runs. Actually, and I don't know. Zuna, all everyone Zuna else does is get on base in front of them. Well, okay. They rely yeah. on them more than the Dodgers. Is that... Fair. Fair enough. Okay. 
So, well, what I'm thinking is, are the are the Dodgers going to force the Braves to kind of play more their style, or are the Braves just going to, like, can the Braves just hit home runs anyway? And, like, I know the field's big, but, like, Ozuna and Duvall have the power to hit it out there, right? Yeah, Cooney only hit a 495-foot homer earlier uh, yeah, this Cunha year, so. Too, yeah, I mean, and I think even Travis Darno, like, he could have a big series. Um, so, like... Alex, how about from your standpoint? Like, if the Braves just come out hitting home runs, like, don't the Dodgers kind of have to adjust? And I mean, I know, of... I know, at some point they'll probably connect to one because, you know, they'll some they'll probably get some few hits. But the Dodgers, they they they're they're really good with shutting down like the superstars in their team. Like, like Will Smith had more hits in one game than Tatis and Machado. Like, that's pretty big excuse you will smith is a reliever <laughs> yeah i mean dodgers they're really good with shutting down like the key players for the other team you know hmm. okay. actually i think so you... i mean i don't in... know i think the t's and machado were just slumping in general i don't know i mean they had a good they i think they did well in the wild card yeah it's a t's had that one game which ended was... your season so okay Tatis had the one game and Machado hit one home run and then not not much else in that series he also home run against the Dodgers okay yeah but like that doesn't yeah. mean he was red hot he was just he and was cold Tatis basically hit a three-run homer against the Dodgers but Bellinger robbed it I mean like Tatis was hitting it well except for when he struck out but I don't think they were something that bad and you say the Dodgers are good about shutting down the star players I mean can you shut down four or five star players? Yeah, that's yes, true. We can shut down the Padres what? lineup. Well, the Braves are more have more depth. Than Padres are like the Padres may have the higher end. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I the Braves do have like a superstar. Well, well, they have a good hitter at every spot in the lineup. Like except nine, I, but you know something that's interesting. Something I realized is that in the NL. You have the the Braves and Dodgers who both have pretty good catchers and Will Smith and Travis Darno, which kind of makes their lineups more complete. And then in the AO, like the Rays, just I feel like they don't even want Zanino or Perez to bat. Like it's it's just. And then the Astros, Maldonado, like I know he homered in the ALDS, but he they always bat him last too. I feel like the NL lineups are kind of more complete in the LCS this year, uh, which is really the funny. catcher spot. Yeah, it is yeah funny. it's it's funny because you know the DH is brand new and the elite NL lineups are just simply better than the elite AL lineups. Right. And I see that like all across the AL, like the Athletics bat Sean Murphy last, last even though he's kind of good. The the Yankees, I mean Gary Sanchez is horrible and Cali Gashioka is just okay, but he's better defensively. And then the um, Indians bat Roberto Perez like ninth. I don't know these like. And then the NL, Wilson Contreras, that's high in the order all the time. Molina's okay, I guess. Austin Nola, I think, is a good hitter. I think it's interesting that the catchers in specific, the, the catchers specifically make the lineup more complete, in my opinion, which is why I picked, like, in almost all my predictions, I had one of the NL teams winning the World Series, like the Dodgers or Braves, because the, like, the lineups are just more complete. I don't know. Yeah, we have catcher Will Smith batting fifth after Max Muncy. Right. And Braves have Darno hitting fourth. 
Yes, because our lineup's kind of lefty-righty, lefty-righty matchup. That's true. It would be um, Betts righty, Seeger lefty, Turner righty, Muncie lefty, Smith righty, Bellinger lefty, Pollock righty, um, and then D.H. Peterson lefty, and then Taylor righty. So let's let's do let's do this again. Let's go down the line and give our NLCS. Uh, this is going to be two biased answers. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Alex, you go ahead. Go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel like this NLCS. Well, I feel like it will kind of like play kind of similar to the 2018 NLCS. You know, those two teams were pretty good. It will just have to come down to clutch pitching and clutch hitting. But uh, I feel we kind of have a little advantage since our team, you know, they rely on the home run ball. They've adjusted to small balls and been able to grind out at bats and get on base. And our pitching has been pretty good, you know. Our bullpen's been pretty good. So I, it would be tough. It wouldn't be an easy series like the last one. Or Damn. the previous one, uh, but it could. Uh, the Padres. Yeah, I know it definitely won't go a four-zero sweep. It could go six or seven, but to be um, I'm a little biased. I'm gonna go Dodgers and six. Uh, how about who's gonna be MVP or some standout players? Uh. I mean, there could be a cool MVP. It's happened before. But, uh, before. I'm going to go with either Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, or, or, or two more, Will Smith or Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes? <laughs> Is he even going to play? Yes. <laughs> bro, he's four, he's four for five in the postseason, yo, bro. In no universe could Austin Barnes possibly win NLCS MVP. So. I mean, Chris oh, yeah. Taylor and Justin Turner were co Just wait until you hear who I've got. Right. John Lester yeah, and Javier Baez were co-MVPs. Just want to say that. Okay, Taco Let's Cat, let's hear it. So, of course, no one else is going to do it, so I have to. I'm going to go Braves in six, and it's going to be a fun one. The Braves have to win the first two games. It's that simple. Um, if they don't win the first two, the series is over. Um, and then after that, I've got an in NLCS MVP of none other than Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson. You know what? This dude has, dude has mashed in the playoffs. Funny yes. that you bring Swanson that up. Really, <laughs> Dansby Swanson is one of the most clutch players in the NFL. See, I was just he thinking really about is. Dansby because like, I know he had like a couple home runs in the NLDS, but I think he's going to cool off in... Uh, in the globe life field nah. in my opinion that's just Dansby has been absolutely amazing every single playoff game he tore the Cardinals apart last year he tore the Dodgers or the Marlins apart um, no one really did anything or against the, the Reds, Reds but, but I mean they scored six runs that series so like, wasn't hitting like around the Reds pitching like, as well yeah. what he was hitting like below 200 in the in the playoffs a few like moments I think and then he just had like a couple of home runs, but I think if he all he could do to like show offensively his home runs, and I don't think he's gonna be that valuable in in the. Dansby Swanson's not a power hitter. I'm yeah, aware. Dansby Swanson's not one. I'm just... aware, but like, let me see. Let me check his his stats in the NLDS, right? 
Uh, oh, we're checking okay. stats now. Okay, he was he, like, he was pretty he went, good. Actually. He went one for four, then one for three with a walk, and the, oh, excuse me, one for three, and then two for three with a walk. Yeah. Our, our, our Dodger player is going to walk. Dansby Swanson, Swanson has the career uh, 324 batting average in the postseason with a 972 OPS. In 2019, in the NLDS against the Cardinals, he batted 389 with three doubles. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I mean, he had two, he had four hits in the NLDS and two home runs. I, I don't know. I, uh... He didn't good. have any doubles since he had one triple. That's what you call being good. I, I just Yo, think... There were only three games to do stuff. So. I'm aware. And keep in mind, just... his home runs were to center. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's going to cool off. It's just my opinion. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a weird prediction for me. Well, give your prediction, heroes. Okay. We can jump I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say Dodgers and Sits. And my MVP would be either... Corey Seager, or hear this one, Clayton Kershaw, or both of them. Okay, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> that's yeah, I, it's reasonable. He does well against Atlanta. Yeah, it's. I mean, the Braves do have a very uh, have some very good right-handed hitters too, so that could be a bit tough. But I, I see yeah, Kershaw also has like a really high first like percentage of first pitch strikes. And Braves are one of the best, yeah, are actually Braves the are best first pitch hitting team in the in yeah that's all why, of baseball. That's why it's so are the you Padres. Don't... It's a very interesting mm. uh, matchup here between Kershaw and the Braves. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kershaw has like two good starts, maybe. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he uh, won't the even allow his Dodgers was... have really good plate discipline. That's true. Yeah, like that's... game two, they had like ten walks. Yeah, the Dodgers have. For the past, it seems like for the past five years at least, they've been one of the best teams at taking pitches, walking, having long at bats. I mean, right. yeah, they'll strike out, like, but they like kind of strike out on good pitches. Hero, yeah, any... it's it's rare to see them strike out looking. Yeah, hero, anything else? Uh, any nope. Their predictions. Okay, okay, cool. All right, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some specific predictions here. All right, so. I'm going to take the Braves in the series. And that's not just because I want them to win. I legitimately think the Braves will win the series. And I'm going to I'm gonna say it goes to seven. I, I think both LCS, uh, both of the series will go to seven games as well as the World Series. But anyway, I think that in game seven, Travis Darno will hit a go-ahead three-run homer in the ninth inning to take an 8-6 lead and then Mark Melanson will strike out Corey Seager to win the game. Okay, <laughs> okay where's the where's the home okay, run? Okay, who's going to hit the home run off? Darnell's homer? Yeah. It's going to go to right. It's going to go to straight to right. To right? Yeah. Oppo? Really? Yeah, no, Darnell, Darnell hits it off a lot, yeah. Okay. It's kind of off hard of to do that in globe life. Uh, yeah, but Darno's he's got crazy apple power. Off of yes, right, yeah, so, and I'm also, I'm also going to give Darno the MVP. I think he'll hit three home runs in the series, and I think he'll hit one of them off Kershaw. And I think Kershaw will do horrible against the Braves' offense. 
horrible. Uh, oh yeah, just horrible. Like home run after home run. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not yeah. even a bold uh, take, honestly. I can see that happening. Bro, that's a clown take. Just like Swanson will do good too, but they're gonna give Darno the MVP because the the clutch three run homer in Game Seven. All right. <laughs> Uh, and also, I think that a lot of people think this series is going to be kind of low scoring because of the park and the the good the Dodgers have good pitching and stuff. I think it'll be pretty high scoring. I think there'll be like like game seven will be eight to six. Like there'll be like some you know nine to five finishes stuff like that. I think the the Braves are going to make the Dodgers play to their offensive pace. You know what I mean? So Braves play. play. Any, any, anybody gonna yell at me? I'm gonna yell at you. You're dumb. I, I, <laughs> well, I think the Braves will win it, dude. I don't, I don't know. I the like, Braves have they I, done it historically in the past? You think uh, the Braves pitching can like hold their? I told. Well, here's what I told you. Like it's gonna be high scoring. So like here's here's what's gonna happen. Like okay, so what's the Braves rotation? Like you got Freed, Anderson. I'll write apparently, and then who really knows for the fourth one? Taco Cat, help me out. Uh, it could be Bryce Wilson. See, that's the problem. Could be Josh Tomlin, <laughs> Brent what's going to happen, right? Like the Freed and Anderson games, they're gonna like the Braves are either gonna win or lose at like four to three, five to three, something like that, See, right? And then in the the Wright and um, you know Bryce Wilson games, or whatever, they're just gonna be so high scoring like it's gonna be like nine to eight ten to six it's just gonna be crazy like the braves are just gonna okay do you remember do you hero do you remember when we did a podcast during the braves phillies game um, yeah and on sunday night when uh tommy malone did like horrible it's gonna yeah. be games like that where the braves just score a ton and their bullpen's doing horrible and it's just like a disgusting game it's gonna be like that <laughs> tommy malone why'd you have to remind me about that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> It's a good thing. I he's don't not know because be I mean, well, who are the Braves even gonna use? Like, if it's a high-scoring game, then they're starting pitchers well, they, out. I mean, by... they still have a bullpen. All right, bullpen right. I, I, I agree like, with you, right? Lanson, but like, Green, Martin. Braves bullpen's top tier. No, no, I know. Kidding? No, I, yeah, I'm not bad. saying the bullpen's bad, but like, hear me out here, okay? It's a set, okay. So if it's a if it's a high-scoring game, say your starters out in the fourth inning, right? And then you have to get like two innings out of every out of like three different guys in the bullpen, and then it's a seven-game series with no days off. I mean, I I mean, sure you could win a game or two. I mean, like the Dodgers that. would have to do it too. I mean, I guess, but uh, the Dodgers are have more depth as a team. They don't need their starters to just go four innings. And like, if they if they have yeah, like guys, we look, really don't we I really mean, only started Bueller and Kershaw. Look, I think if the Dodgers keep games low scoring, you're 100 percent right. Right, the Dodgers have more depth and they can they can pitch their way to, to victory. But I think that the Braves are just gonna make the series ugly. Like they're gonna have Grant Dayton out there throwing fifty pitches and just trying to get through another inning and you're gonna be like, Ah why is this Grant game nine to eight bro. right now? This game sucks, but it's it'll be fun. I'm okay, I promise. Telling you, Grant Dayton and Tomlin have been so amazing for us getting us through innings like three to six. They've been so amazing for us to get get us between our horrible starting pitching to our bullpen. Grand that, that's how Dodgers. we've won. Also, I'm going to make a prediction for the final out in the ALCS. I think it'll be um, uh, it's a game seven. I think the Rays will win the game three to two and 
Diego Castillo will strike out Carlos Correa looking to end the series. <laughs> curveball. Right. I don't know if he does throw curveball. No, think... he's, it'll it'll be a fastball. It'll be a fastball. Carlos right down Correa the is like right. he's got a target uh, like, on his back. You think he's gonna be having a good low series? outside corner? Oh. What? Say that one more time. Since Carlos Correa, he's kind of got a target on his back. Although everything he's been talking, you think he's gonna have a good series? He's usually backed it up in the past, but like. He just keeps talking, you know. So, you think? He'll I, get... I think. I think Correa and Springer will do well this series, and maybe Breg. Okay, Bregman's always good at the beginning of a series. I feel like I remember he homered in Game One against the Red Sox after sale. The Rays last year off Blake Snell, I believe. This year against the Athletics, Chris Bassett. So I think he'll be good tonight. But then I think he'll kind of be dormant the rest of the series. I think Altuve will struggle again. But I do think Correa and Springer will have a good series. What about Brantley? Brantley's very consistent. Like, he'll do everything yeah. you expect. He'll basically go one for three with a walk every game, you know? Maybe he'll hit a home run in the whole series. Yeah. Speaking of which, what? the game the game's starting in a few minutes. No, it's, it's at 6.37. Wait, uh, 7.37 Eastern Time. Right. Okay. So... Right, we have we have a half hour here to talk about talk about the uh, the ALCS, NLCS, or World Series. Okay, I want to ask this question: What do you what do you want the World Series to be like? What would you want to watch, and who would you want to win? Like for for example, I would want Rays Braves. So I, I like the small market teams, even though the Braves aren't that small market. The the Dodgers are big market, right? So I like I want Rays Braves, and I want the Rays to win. Hero, what do you want? So I've always like in 2017 I was rooting for the Dodgers and in 2018 I was also rooting for the Dodgers. So I want the Dodgers back in the World Series and I want them to finally win one, right? And I want it to be against the Astros because it's the Astros, right? And it's like 2017 they cheated their their title and then the Dodgers come back and like beat them in the World Series again. That, that would be like. Like, the, the exact same year that they're caught cheating, then they get beat in the World Series by the team that they cheated to beat, I, I think. Loss. Like, they cheated to win. Yeah, so, that's what I want. Dodgers over Astros. You, you really... You really want to watch, a, like, a rematch of a World Series? I feel like it's kind of boring. I don't think it's boring. Oh, it would break records. No, like, I no think... I think uh, <laughs> Twitter would explode. Like, I feel like it would... It would be boring, you could say, but like since the, the like the story for these two teams is just it's it's special, you know. And they even right. have so I I understand I understand that, but also I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a fan of one of the teams or or something. But I just Dodgers Astros is not a very appealing matchup to me because I've already seen it happen. Plus the Astros they're cheaters. Plus the Dodgers are large market yeah but there's a I different mentality to this think about it 2017 the astros they were like, time all the time like you know which matchup well, would get more well, viewers of course astros, astros, astros raids or dodgers viewers, but as a fan i don't care about that I, yeah I but like 2017 but everyone I, was like oh the astros they're trying to win they're, they were just say with a hurricane and all that you know and now the astros they're like cheaters in everybody's eyes they've got something to prove and the dodgers are looking for revenge i just think that's a good storyline to have in the world series and right everyone thinks it's a good storyline but i don't think that means you have to want to watch well i do want to watch it that's just my opinion okay i mean that's that's fair but 
I just and I also I don't I, think I don't the, the the Rays they're not a fun team to me. Like, I, they're good. I'm not saying they're bad. I just don't like see. I don't think they're exciting. I don't. I don't know. And I don't yeah, I mean, here's another thing. But just like what you're saying, I um I was talking to my brother about the Rays Yankees game game five, and he said it was boring. And I'm like, what do you what do you mean it was boring? Like it was a really well pitched game. It was exciting. Mike Brasso's home run. I thought it was like just a clean game and it was i i personally i love watching pitching duels I even agree. though I'm not going to get many of those in the dodgers Braves series okay but uh, like i i like the rays i think they're appealing because they they just play clean games so, i mean I they don't know. do they play good baseball i just don't see i don't see them as an exciting team also i think like if it was braves and astros there's like no drama between those teams or anything and they're like i don't i don't know that's yeah, that's true. Braves and Astros might not get very good rate ratings. I don't know. Um, well, let's go. Let's go to Alex though. What? What? Uh, do I even need to ask this? What do you want to see? World Series. I mean, you know the NL team, but I I would like my chances against the Houston Astros. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, I know regular season doesn't matter, but. We've done well against the Astros. You know, it could have been a sweep, but, you know, Kenley Jansen happened. Kenley Jansen blew a game against the Astros, and you like your chances? Like... Yes. If he, I mean, if that didn't happen, we, that would have swept. You know, you know, don't – I mean, we still took three or four in the series, season series. But those were the bad Astros. Like, they're obviously – now. Yes, That's I mean, but we faced the Astros in Game Five of the regular season, when, you know, they're still playing. They like beat the Mariners, I think. Yeah. I don't know who they played first? Yeah, it was the Mariners. Okay, that that's fair. But like, also, uh, we they have Zach Greinke, which that like statistically wise, we've done very well against him. Don't you so, think? But don't you think that the Astros might, like, kind of have a chip on their shoulder because everyone thinks they're cheaters and stuff, and they might come out and, you know, maybe perform really well against the Dodgers, but the Rays would just they, – they don't there's no drama there, so the Dodgers could, might be able to beat them easier. I mean, it just, it's, it's tough to call which team you would want, but, like, for a fan, like, at least a Dodger fan, you would want to beat the Astros and kind of, like, shut those – fans up like i don't know <laughs> I, I like if that would happen then you you know dodger fans would be storming the astros twitter for like ever yeah i would do that's, it too i'm not gonna lie that's true um taco cat who do you want the braves to play well i would for actual prediction i, I would want them to play the Braves. Um, I think that's a better matchup for us. I think we can beat beat that pitching, and I think um, they don't have the lineup that the, the Astros do. So I think we're a better matchup against the the Rays. But it's 2020, so <laughs> I've got to <laughs> I've got to go um, with Astros and Dodgers with Astros on top in six. If I really wanted to, to be absolute troll and it just fit so my ears so Astros in 7 they win 5-1 Corey Seager grounds out uh-huh. something like that 
So, you, so you. So if the Braves don't make it, you're rooting for Dodgers, I am, yes. right? Dude, you guys, you guys are boring. Like, come on. Dodge, if it was A's and Rays, I would want that AL- ALCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A's Rays would be fun. ALCS. I think the smallest possible TV market would be Braves and uh, Rays, just because we're in the same area. I, I think that'd be the worst money-making matchup for MLB. Just imagine if the Marlins had beaten the Braves and it was Marlins Rays in the World Series. <laughs> Dude, the ratings would be horrible. MLB's praying for the yeah. Astros, you know it. I mean, as long as they don't rig it, I'm okay, you know. But no, I don't think there's any. But then again, if it's Dodgers Astros, I'll just say they rigged it because I won't, won't want to clown. accept that they're just because I'm a clown. That's right. Uh, and that's why I'm a Rays fan right now. Yeah, anyways, uh what about Dusty Baker? How we feel about Dusty Baker? What do you mean how we feel about him? He's a <laughs> he's got a bad rep, but he's managing the Astros really? to uh yeah, I mean he's everybody but, only, they say he's a bad playoff manager and he chose all those teams. You know, yep. but. Well <laughs> hell yeah. I mean but this year is is he getting a getting a bad rap? I mean, they beat the I mean he's kind of like, easy for him to manage a good team that's been pretty well the past few years. Just you keep... know, compared to the Nationals, where like almost every game in the regular season kind of mattered. The well, Astros are obviously it's so easy. Uh, a very analytics-based team, also, and Dusty is more. Is that what you call their cheating? Analytics. Well, that's okay. that's definitely part of it, but also Dusty is also. He's more of an old school manager. Do you think he's even like making decisions anymore? Or... Yeah. Uh, did you see they put up a graphic or whatever, and they said it said like percent shifts that the Astros have done in the past three years or whatever, and it's like way different this year compared to when AJ Hinch so was lower. the manager. Uh I assume, right? It's, yeah, it's much lower, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I do think he's making decisions, yeah. Dusty Baker is the Astros' punishment. He's managed pretty well in the playoffs this year, I think. I mean, he used his pitchers effectively, and mm. obviously he's yeah. swept the Twins, well, beat their A's. I think he's doing good so far. Yeah. Um. Can we... Can we actually talk about free agency a little bit? Because we sure. haven't done that. Yeah, so, like, um, Trevor Bauer, right? He's been trolling everybody on Twitter just, like, constantly. <laughs> yeah. so, I know. He said, like, yo, Ray, yo, Yankees, you need some pitching. Right. And <laughs> he did the the thing, Taco Cat, maybe you remember this, where he said, mm-hmm. the At- Atlanta fans in my mentions, I guess you guys don't want me or something. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. he, well, did he, like, show a picture of, like, him going to Atlanta, like, a he had a he had a plane uh, ticket to Boston and he said he tagged Boston. Oh, Boston, yeah. Boston. I don't even think the Red Sox. <laughs> Yo, Boston, where you at? <laughs> yeah, like are you... I have a feeling he's not gonna sign with Boston. Yeah, he I also mentioned Baltimore, which is not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Bauer Memorial. Let's go. Yeah, I'm no, pretty sure he he, the Indians. He, he also mentioned the Nationals. He said uh, Washington's really nice or something like that. So. <laughs> Okay, sometimes I feel like Trevor Bauer just, he knows too much. Like, who's letting him 
say these things on Twitter. Like, <laughs> every other player just kind of keeps I mean, quiet about free agency and stuff. And he his, just says the, anything he wants. The team can't stop him. He's not on the team anymore. His agent is... That's true. She's uh, and Keep in mind. She has, yeah. she has his own mentality also. I mean, she's pretty open about, like, this type of stuff. And he's he wants to be uh, on one-year deals for now on. So we're going to get this forever now. Look, look he's, he's not actually going to do that. Like, I hope... You don't actually like. I'm pretty sure that's just a joke he has. He wasn't he, when he said right? it. He wasn't joking, but I feel like at this point he's probably not gonna do it. Like he should know that it would be so so bad for him and his career sure if he, he signed a one year deal at this time. Like he could easily make like. I mean, maybe a four or five year deal. Does he be seem okay? like someone who really cares that much about? Like, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't care about money, but like he's still gonna get a lot of money, you know. So. Well, yeah, but every single player signs the the one hundred, two hundred million dollar deal if it's there for them. Sure. Okay. So uh, any anyway, um, Trevor Bauer, I think he'll sign. Uh, I don't know, like something something tells me he's gonna sign with the Yankees just because the Yankees for some reason never run out of money and uh, they they always need pitching for some reason. But I don't know. I wouldn't want him on the Cubs. Let me say that. What about um, the Angels? You think they're gonna make a push for him? Like maybe they do need pitching. Angels should definitely get pitching this off season. They got a lot of contracts. Yeah, uh, I feel like he could go to the Angels. Aren't they getting a new GM um, soon? So. Yes, they are. I think um, one of the maybe one of the best deals this off season is gonna be for Robbie Ray. I feel like he's gonna have a bounce back year. He'll want a one year deal and it'll probably be pretty cheap, like eight to twelve mil, somewhere in that range. And uh I think he'll he'll get that and I think he's gonna have an awesome year. He's going okay. to the Astros. Interesting. Wait, is Robbie Ray at FBA? Yeah. 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 Robbie Ray. I actually think <laughs> Alex finds out he's a free agent. Okay, I want him now. <laughs> I, I was I had a feeling that he would get traded to us. I don't know. I think the Dodgers or the Astros would be good for Robbie Ray. They could really turn his career around. Here's here's yeah. someone that I think, um, like, for the Cubs. First of all, the Cubs need a starting pitcher, and I think that should probably be like, um, I think is Jake Odorizzi a free agent, right? Like, maybe him. I don't know. They they need somebody because. Quintana and Lester are going to be gone. Anyway, somebody else that I think the Cubs could benefit from is Michael Brantley. I know that they're not going to get him just because that seems like the Cubs aren't really going to go out and get somebody like him. But I really like Brantley, and I think wherever he goes, he should get a pretty good deal because he's just such a consistent hitter. Um and then there's George Springer, who apparently is a future Cardinal, but... I see him going to the Mets or we're the we're talking about irrelevant teams, I'll talk about the Cardinals. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think, I think uh, the Cardinals have options, you know, obviously the outfield, nobody in the Cardinals outfield except for, like, Dylan Carlson has a spot that is, like, locked up, so I think they could get... George Springer, although he's probably going to be somewhat expensive, especially if he ha- continues his playoff success here. Um, Michael Brantley, another good option, although I feel like he's someone that if the Cardinals signed him, he'd just fall off. Um, 
maybe Starling Marte also, also. I just really want the Cardinals to get one outfielder that can hit, and that's that's like the main thing for for this offseason because um, our GM, he usually makes like one big move per offseason. Like in 2018, he got Goldie, and um, before that he got Ozuna, and then the best thing he did last year was um, signing Kwang Yoon Kim. So... Um, Hero, uh, something might be wrong, but I seem to remember that the Cardinals have a lot of outfielders that can hit, like um, uh, Tommy Pham, Randall Gritchick, <laughs> Scotty, Randy Arozarena. <laughs> what happened to them? Uh, the team? Uh, what's going on there? I think ah. that's a, that's good that you bring that up because that's uh, that was also <laughs> it's also my nuts point. We need a a new hitting coach also because. I feel like a lot of the guys that we have have now and guys that we've had in the past, they're not playing to their potential, you know? Like, Tommy Pham, he was really good in 2017, and then he was bad in 2018. Guys like Harrison Bader, who were who were good hitters at some point in their career, and then they kind of just doing bad. Tyler O'Neill has a lot of power. He could be a five-tool player, in my opinion, if he, had, if he could hit the ball. But I agree. Yeah, uh, there's this guy named uh, Marcelo Zuna. I don't yeah. know if you've ever heard of him. Like, you know, he le- he left the Cardinals for one year Although, and turned I him mean, into an MVP. He was still he was still good sometimes when he was healthy, but he he had a lot of injuries with the Cardinals. So I think that's also why he never played like he's doing now or what, like he did with the Marlins. Also, uh, he he was good with the Braves this year, but he was also not to be streaky a streaky hitter and. He played 60 games or around there, so there's no proof that he would be able to maintain that for a full season, anyways. I mean, you gotta if you're if you're on the Cardinals and you're traded, you just gotta be ecstatic, right? Like you gotta be thinking, oh my gosh, now my career is gonna be like so good now. Like if you're the boy, <laughs> or if you're they like the Marlins, Bam, Randy Arozarena, oh, Zach Gallen, that, man. like I, I mean, I think. If I was in the Cardinals and I got traded, I would just bet my money that I would be good in the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, Cardinals I just, are the new Marlins. No, we just need a new hitting coach because that's Jeff Albert, our current hitting coach. He's just not working. Whatever he's doing, he turns good hitters into mediocre hitters. Then they leave and they become monsters. You know, they hit everything. So... At least Paul Goldschmidt, after looking kind of bad last year, was was better this year. I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah, maybe he st- he started ignoring him because uh, he noticed that <laughs> Jeff Albert is a is a clown. Also, I want to point out that uh, Jeff Albert has been our hitting coach since 2018. So that's also kind of like when everybody started doing bad. Because Harrison Bader, he was pretty good as a hitter, even though. He was never like an all-star hitter, but he was good enough where like his defense would lift up his value. But now he's just a free out. And then Ozuna also came over from the Marlins in 2018, and then he did worse. So I think he, th- I don't, I don't think you have to I look far. The Cardinals. I don't know if the Cardinals' offense were like I don't know if they were that good in 2016 or 17. There, honestly, I think that in 2015. When Kyle Schwarber hit a home run off of Kevin Seegers onto the scoreboard in right field, that, that basically just demoralized the Cardinals to the point where they could not 
win a World Series probably for decades. That's the stupidest thing you've said ever since we started <laughs> recording these things, okay? Um, sure, the Cardinals' uh, offense wasn't that good in 2017, but you have to realize we also didn't have the guys that we that we have now that should be good but aren't, you know? Like, we had Tommy Pham. Like, question guys. for Alex now though because we're talking about irrelevant teams like you said oh let's talk about let's talk about the dodgers because they're relevant um Corey seeker's a free agent after next season and there's a lot of talk about francisco lindor maybe a trade to the dodgers or something so uh like alex what, what do you think about that well uh what's like last season i kind of wanted lindor because i feel like we wouldn't give up much you know I feel like they'd probably give up blocks, which it's kind of it's he's kind of a wild card. You don't really know if he's gonna have like a good few good seasons or not. But uh, now that Corey Seager has played a a year, I think it's the better route to sign him than say to trade for Lindor, because you know, yeah. Yeah, I I agree. That that makes sense. And like they got Seager for next year anyway. Yeah, uh, Seager be... and Betts is also like a good one to punch. I think that'd be interesting if Seager does leave the Dodgers. I mean, it'd be interesting to see where he goes, and that'll be also be interesting. Lindor and the Dodgers, that'd be, that'd be weird. Um, and there's a lot of good shortstop free agents coming up this year. Simeon and Simmons are free agents, and I would, I mean, Cubs got Javi, but as as a fan of a team without a shortstop, I would love Andrelton Simmons. He's one of the best offensive shortstops. The Cubs don't have a shortstop. The Cubs do have a shortstop. Who? Javier Baez is fine. Okay. I never heard of someone like that. Yeah, well, the Cardinals have a trash shortstop too. So Their shortstop is shot. better than anyone else in the NL Central, anyways. Well, you only think Paul DeYoung's good because the rest of the team sucks. <laughs> That's a good okay. one. I'll give you that. And then, and then the other thing. Okay, now, now that we got Corey Seager thing out of the way, Taco Cat. The Braves need pitching in the off season, and apparently Trevor Bauer's not coming to Atlanta. Do I we? Don't know if I buy that. Um, I Bauer yeah, to a the Braves. Okay, I know what you're gonna say. Oh, the Braves have so many prospects coming up that can pitch. Like, look, that that that's not how it works. You need to sign that better pitcher. You yeah. can't trust that prospect. My my thing is. We'll have Soroka back by August, probably. Yeah. So I think I think it's fine for us to sign one guy. I think it doesn't need to be a huge name. I think Robbie Ray would be amazing. Uh, someone of, around him, a, a reclamation project. And because if he does suck, we we do have people. We can just DFA him and just not pay him a like ton. Maybe a faulty. And uh, maybe a faulty. Maybe a um. Uh, any of our prospects that we can throw in there and just get us innings uh, until we have Soroka back. Um, I mean, a, a lineup of Soroka, Freed, Ian Anderson, Kyle Wright, and then whoever we sign, or a, a reclamation project like Fulte or um, Sean Newcomb or anyone. There's so many options. I don't think we have to go after any huge names. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um... I think that was kind of the intention with Cole Hamels too this year, but he just was hurt 
like the whole no, time. No, I actually think that Cole Hamels helped out Max Fried a ton. I really do think he served as a coach, essentially. Um, he was that. That's what Max Fried did all the the beginning of the season. He spent so much time developing uh, his curveball even more with Cole Hamels. Uh, just he, I think, introduced a slider into his line as a pitch rotation this year. So. I mean, I think Cole Hamels helped, but obviously he wasn't worth any of the of what we paid him. Um, Is that the same so plan with King really... Felix also? I mean, King Felix, he was on a minor league deal. No one I cares. Yeah, I don't think that was the... Like, he was just there because, he, like, I mean, the Braves could get him for nothing, and it was just to see what happened, right? I mean, Yeah, we could throw him in there if he's amazing. Great. If he sucks, okay. Okay, it cost us nothing. Right. Um, so now we got to stick to relevant teams here. So we're going to have to talk about the Astros. And Why are we talking about an under 500 team? About where's, um, because they're they in the ALCS. <laughs> so, like, we talk about Springer Springer and Brantley. Like, where are they going to sign up? But then we need to think, wait a second. The Astros are losing them. And, like, what are they going to do next year? And then they're going to lose, you know, eventually they're going to lose. Um, who who haven't they extended? Verlander, Gurriel. Gurriel. Well, Gurriel is gonna retire soon. Verlander. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're gonna lose a lot of their guys here, and I don't you know if they're Zachary gonna be able. To... Well, Zach Greinke, he's yeah, I mean he's getting old too. I I don't know. They're they're kind of in in trouble. Do they have any like, signs of I, a new Is this their last now? year? Like, like window closing? How many? Yeah, how many more years do they have? Are are they gonna just Resign somebody like Springer and uh, and just you know pour money into the team that they have and try to compete for the next few years. Like, or is this kind of it for them? I don't know. What do you think? I think they might try to go for at least pitching, or at least like a veteran pitcher, maybe like Greinke. You know? I'll yeah. Give, I'll give the Astros. I, think they, I mean, they definitely need an outfielder. I'll give them one more year of contending. Yeah. I think they'll probably bring in an outfielder. They also have Jordan Alvarez coming back, I think. So they're still they, like his bat could make up for a lot of the offense too. And I think they could have one more year. And their pitching isn't completely terrible either. Um, well, do you, uh, as you bring up Jordan. Uh, I'm going to give a prediction about him. I think he'll kind of have a Pete Alonso sophomore year, but even worse, I think he'll strike out a lot. He won't really have the same power that he's had, and he'll just kind of be a liability to the team next year. Uh, bold, bold prediction, but uh, I just I don't buy your John Alvarez. I don't think he's that good. Um, That's a bad prediction. No, you know what? No, it's not. It's a... I mean, it's a fair prediction if that he's I, gonna. If I right. said that about Pete Alonso, okay, look, it was it was a fair prediction, right? Hear me out, but like it, until you said he's a liability, right? I don't think. <laughs> I think he he's might the... be a lot. Well, here's the thing: it's not. So there's some there are certain players that when they hit poorly, it doesn't matter that much because they're so good with their defense. Jordan Alvarez is a DH, like. Kevin Kiermaier is Actually, so good defense that if he's doing bad at the plate, it doesn't matter. They'll leave him Jordan out. said like he's going to... Hayward? Gonna, Jason Hayward. He's going to play the outfield, so you never know. Maybe he's a gold glover out there. 
But that could be even worse. He could be negative <laughs> value defensively. And then now he's even more of a liability. And then just being at DH and just being negative offensively. You know what I mean? So sure. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, okay. Last last few minutes. I want, I want to give some love to the Rays. Okay? Just really quick. Because they have such a good system. And they don't even... like they They have the 27th highest payroll. Or more like the fourth lowest or whatever and they like they have such good players coming up wander franco is the big one and i think they should bring him up for the world series but i don't think they will and is then they eligible? also have vidal bruhan wander franco yeah he's on the taxi squad oh, um okay. they also have um good middle infielders vidal bruhan and uh xavier edwards and then they also have uh brandon lau will be there nate low josh low um, Willie Damas will be on the team for a while. Yeah. Andy Diaz, I'm thinking long-term DH. Austin Meadows is going to be there for a while. That was such a good trade. And they got the catcher, Ronaldo Hernandez. I think the Rays are going to rule the 2020s. They're going to have two World Series, including Maybe. this season. And uh, <laughs> No? That just sounds like a 90s Braves to me. If they're only going to win two World Series. Two? Look, no. Two World Series in a decade. I mean, it's good. Sure, How many teams have won two World Series? You're telling in a me decade? they're gonna like win the one. The Yankees <laughs> and the Athletics. Well, one this year and then at yeah, least gonna one. Win in the next one five this years. year and then Steel? without all the pros- all the big prospects you named, and then they're just gonna win one with all those prospects. Uh, how many? Okay, well, look. I feel like you're really undervaluing what one World Series no, does. How I many mean, World Series have the Dodgers won with this team? The Cardinals make the World, World Series, series of the Yankees won since 2009, huh? Like, I mean, <laughs> what? The Cardinals make the World Series in their sleep. The, the Cardinals haven't been there since 2013, and, like, I, I, but, but we, they're bad. Like, what do you want to say? <laughs> the Cardinals suck. All right. I'm just saying, I guess it makes sense coming from you. You're used to, like, a good core falling apart after one ring. So, I guess, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Look, one ring is good enough for me. And plus, of course, yeah. yeah. One ring is good enough. I'm sure it is for well, a Cubs look, fan. I'm for the ring. I look at insufferable <laughs> fans like the Yankees and Dodgers, and I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm not that. Like, can't you do that? No? Well, the Dodgers don't have rings, so it makes sense. That... And six. Right. Yeah, but I'm talking I, about like that's what I'm saying. I'm bad. I'm not a Dodgers or Yankees fan. Well, anyway, I think two World Series would be more than what Rays fans are hoping for. Okay, sure. so um, so yeah, you can be called a team of a decade and barely win one. Yeah, Who was the team of I last mean, decade, the Red Sox. The Giants. What do you mean? Oh, uh, I guess. <laughs> The Giants won three World. I mean, but okay, but in the two thousands, wait, let me think. Did any team win two? The Red Sox won two. Mm-hmm. Just the Red. I Sox. think the Red Sox are the only team that won two in the two thousands, right? Yeah. So I I think you're to say that two isn't that many. Like I don't know. I'm um, saying anyway. Not, oh, I'm just saying you said they're gonna own the the twenty twenties. So. 
I thought you were talking look, about like look, being the there Dodgers every... have owned the last five years and they don't have a ring. I'm just saying they'll be good every year. Okay. They'll probably be in the ALCS every year. They might they might make five World Series. Who knows? I... Alright, that's that's fair. Right. Okay. Um we've got the Rays and the Astros in seven minutes. Any final thoughts? Uh Astros winning tonight. I agree. Nah, I got the Rays. I got I the Rays. So. George Springer's gonna hit so. a home run today, and uh, yeah, Kevin Kiermaier three run bomb. <laughs> you're off the pot. I'm so. You're you're off. <laughs> All right. When we uh, when we are back next time, it'll be World Series time, and we will be previewing Rays Braves. Yep. Alex is gone. Thank you for listening. No, we will uh, not. Hold on. Wait. Also, <laughs> yeah, let me predict Braves in four. Braves All right, in that's four. it. Well, All right. You mean we're going to be talking Dodgers and Astros, you know? We'll be talking Rays, Braves. Braves, Braves. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Love you, Mike. All right, goodbye.